We are I. We watch, we wait, we have patience. You know, the one thing that I've really kind of learned a lot in my life, you know, over the last like, you know, two, three years is that, you know, I used to really think, and I developed this mentality over the course of my life that, you know, when I wanted something and I wanted something really bad, like, like this is where I had like no patience. Like I just, like I wanted it, I had to get it, you know, I wanted to strive for it, you know, whether that had something to do with business or clients or kids or, you know, just a vacation, anything like, like something that excited me. I just, I had very little patience for, and I realized that, you know, like that hasn't really changed you know, but the one thing that has really changed and, you know, I've been trying to focus on understanding like why this component of my life has, has changed, but like I have a lot more patience now for things that I don't want, that upset me, that are conflict in my life that, you know, are harder to deal with. Now, this doesn't mean that like I'm perfect by any stretch of the imagination. This doesn't mean that I have this forever, you know, well of patience. And, you know, I'm I'm trying to sell that that concept even really exists. Like it doesn't. I'm just saying that, you know, if I've noticed a shift as I've gotten older and as I've got more life experience, like where my more patience has gone, my more the more patience I've developed is in regards to, you know, like hostile situations and situations that I, I don't want to be in or like, like things that are a struggle, things that are hard. You know, I, I've been trying to think about like, like why have I developed like this, this, even this ability or this want to, to be able to have patience with something that I don't want to have in my life. You know, but I've realized now and I've realized especially over the last, you know, year of my life, the last six months of my life that like sometimes you just have to take that step back, you know, and that's the whole point of like this podcast is, you know, like we wait, we watch, we listen, you know, like we have patience, we understand, you know, I feel like this ties into the backseat driver, you know, podcast that I did, you know, like a few weeks or a month ago and, you know, just saying like, you know, sometimes we need to look back. You know, look back, we need to take a step back and just say, okay, like, what is going on in my world right now? Like, where's the clarity? You know, because when I want something, like, there's a tremendous amount of clarity to that moment. Like, when I want something, like, there is no other path to take except for the path that I see. It's really easy to be able to run down that road blindfolded because there is no obstacles in my mind. Like there is no, like there's no hills, there's no bumps, there's no nothing. Like I just know because even when there is those moments, because I want it so bad that that road becomes smooth even when there's bumps on it. You know, but like when there's like these, these situations in life that like you just don't want to deal with and. I'm like a lot of people, you know, that just like, you know, when there's something creeps up in your life, you just want to avoid it. And I used to think like, why do I want to avoid it? You know, like, like, why don't I want to deal with this thing in my life to be able to get it out of my life? Because it doesn't represent anything positive. You know, but then I realized, you know, like for one, there is way more of a positive learning experience in all these things that I don't want in my life. But it wasn't that I was avoiding them. It wasn't that I was avoiding them at all. It was that I didn't understand them. 
So I didn't understand, you know, like the concepts. I didn't understand where people were coming from. You know, like I didn't understand, you know, like why this was happening in my life. So I needed to proverbially avoid this situation so that I could just understand it. You know, but the one thing that I do truly understand now is that like it just it takes time. You know, it takes time to be able to understand a situation that you just don't connect with. Because, you know, it's like something that my sister said to me is like, you can't bring logic to an illogical situation. The more logic you try to bring, the more it frustrates you and you just, you can't identify with it. Because some situations in life just have no logic to them. You know, and I feel like this is a huge component of our lives now is that, you know, we are being coached down these roads and these situations, you know, by life and the things that we're exposed to that they're just so illogical. Like, could you imagine trying to sit down and explain to your grandma or your great grandma when she was 25, 30 years old? And you went back to that time. You say, okay, like, like, look, grandma. You know, I'm going to get some some fat pulled out of my love handles and injected it into my ass because I want to be able to have a nice butt, even though this butt doesn't look nice when I have my clothes off, but I can take pictures of this and I can post it online. She would not have patience for that. She would not understand that. It would make no sense because you're trying to bring logic to an illogical situation. You just don't get it. You don't understand it. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. You know, the same reason why that like it makes no sense to me as a man to you that a woman would do that. So I try to bring logic to it. I try to be able to understand, but I don't. But I can sit back and say, okay, well, you know, I can see where people are coming from, where they just, they want to be accepted for some reason. Yeah, I may not connect with that, you know, but like, me as a man, I have like that that same struggle. I have like that same struggle with like identity and being able to understand like, you know, where I come from, you know, like where my position is in life. But more often than not is like, where is my position in my own life? Like, what does my own life mean to me where I can come back and say, I've clearly defined my position in my own life, not just in life in general. Like I have a pretty good understanding of like my position in life, even though that's forever evolving and it'll forever change and it should, you know, but I need to be able to have the patience with myself to be able to understand, okay, well, exactly where am I coming from? You know, like where am I going and what do I mean to me? Because again, the more I I wait, the more I watch, the more I listen, the more I'm in tune and understand my surroundings around me, the more I can identify with who I am as a person. And the more I identify, more I identify with who I am as a person, the more that this allows me to be able to be gifted my personal sovereignty. You know, my personal sovereignty is like really understanding like who I am, what I want, the direction I need to be able to take to go there and understanding that the the people in my life who understand what my personal sovereignty is will support that. And then I want to support those people. It brings clarity to everything. You know, so again, it's like when we don't have that time, when we don't afford ourselves the luxury of sitting back and just waiting and just watching and just listening and having the patience and saying, okay, well, like, look. Yes, I am in this position today. Yes, I am here. Yes, there's this tremendous benefit. Yes, there's this hostile negative situation going on. Like it can be anywhere on that spectrum. But how often than not do we just afford ourselves the opportunity to, to sit back and say, what does this mean to me? 
Like, where am I at right now? What is going on in my life? And what does this actually mean to me? To me as a person. Not what does all this mean compares to a social standard, you know, like what society expects of us, like what marketing is telling us that we want, you know, like the direction we should be taking, you know, like all these things. If you take all that chatter and all that noise and all that static in your mind, if you take that out and you sit back and you allow yourself and you afford yourself with the opportunity, the sobering opportunity to be able to say, okay, like, look, like, what do I mean to me? What do I need in my life to be able to make me, me? Because it's not selfish. It's, it's an understanding because when you understand who you are, when you allow yourself to be in this situation where you're solely focused on like what life means to you, what you mean to you, think of the gift you offer everybody else. You know, I have a pretty clear understanding of who I am as a person, what I want to be, the things I want to accomplish in my life. Like, there is no steering around that. I will allow other opportunities to be able to come into my life. I will allow growth. I will allow understanding. I will allow different situations continuously all the time because I understand the education and that is invaluable. The education of my life, the fine tuning of who I am as a person. But the one thing that I do allow myself all the time, continually all the time, is the patience to be able to understand like who I am and like what I want. Because the, I realized a long time ago that like the when I don't give myself the opportunity to be able to make myself happy, and that happiness only comes by way of understanding who I am and understanding that I will fluidity or I have fluidity to my life and to my thought process, and that no, I am not the same person that I am today that I was yesterday. I do not want to be the same person tomorrow that I am today and that I was yesterday. I want to continually grow. Because if I'm continually growing, it's affording myself the opportunity to be able to understand other people. You know, a lot of this is even stemming from like this podcast that I've been doing with Sohail and, you know, being like, wow, you know, like you really know who you are. You've allowed yourself decades of consistent reflection to truly authentically and intrinsically understand who you are as a person. And there's one thing that nobody can convince me of about Sohail is that he would deviate from who he, am, who he is as a person. And should he? For his personal sovereignty? Absolutely not. For what other people may want of him, for what society may tell what he should and should not have? Absolutely he should. But the one thing is none of that matters. Because the one, the, the strongest legs Sohail stands on the stiffness of his backbone is he has clearly identified who he is as a person because he's allowed himself the opportunity to be able to sit down and reflect and be patient and listen and understand the environment that he is in and understand the form that he is playing in and understanding the form that his life revolves in because then he has his personal sovereignty. And the one thing that we or I has brought me and the understanding that we or I has brought me and everybody who has been on we or I, the one common denominator between all of them is that they have made a choice. I have sat back in my own life. I have been patient. 
I have watched. I have listened. Now I'm proactively making a choice to be able to change, to be able to take my life into my own hands. Because nobody out there can be able to tell me the mold that I should fit in. Nobody out there can tell me how to be able to live my life and what is the best for my life. No, there is not a box that I want to live in. No, there is not a singular chair that I want to sit in. No, there's not one ideology that I want to be able to back. No, there's not one faith that is right. No, there's not one situation in life that is ever right. If you ever have said that there's two sides to every story, if you even believe that to the tiniest degree, you'll understand at that moment, that is your apex moment, that is your decision-making moment to understand that there's forever growth because forever growth becomes by way of that there's two sides to every story. But having the patience to be able to sit back, having the patience to be able to watch, to be able to listen, to be able to interpret, to be able to understand, because this is you. This is who you are as a person. This is not your kids. This is not your spouse. This is not your occupation. This is you. And that's what all these we are I, you know, people who've come on. This is the we are I community. This is the one thing that we have clarified. And this is the one thing that we understand is that whether or not that I have decided to be able to take healthcare into my own hands and say, I do know what's best for me. I do have the tools. I can do this on the own, my own. Yes, I may need some advice sometimes, but I do not need to have blind faith in the people that I need to have blind faith in before because I am educated. I want to educate myself and that education is available to me. No, I do not want to go to a nine to five job. No, I do not want to sit in an office. Yes, I do need to work. Yes, I do need an occupation. Yes, I need a job. But I will clarify that. I will define that. I will define the hours. I will define the face of it. I'll define where it is. I will move from London to Calgary to Vancouver to open up a cidery because that is who I am. That is what I connect with and that is what I want. Yes, I could be an engineer in London, but no, that is not the mold that I want to be. And yes, I do find value in something more than that. But what I have done is taken the time to be able to have the patience. I've had the time to be able to have the self-reflection. I've had the time to be able to develop who I am as a person, what is important to me, because I sat back, I watched, I waited, I listened, and now I benefit. And that's the one thing, that's the one thing I keep connecting with all these amazing people that have been on We Are I and all these amazing people who keep coming into my life because of We Are I, because of this podcast and something that we all now have this gift and this opportunity to be able to fall back on is saying like, hey, why do you connect with what I say on this podcast? Why do you connect with what other people are saying? Take it out. What is it to you? What is out there? What is the value that you see? Do you know? Have you clarified? Have you gifted yourself the opportunity to be able to be patient with yourself, to be able to understand, to be able to help clarify? Are you walking a path right now of authenticity of your personal sovereignty? Are you? Are you working a job that you hate? Are you in a job that you can't stand? Are you in a relationship that you don't like that you can't stand? Do you not have like a hobby that you love? What is your passion? You know, people have this hot coin term now, passion projects. You know what passion projects used to be? Hobbies. 
And people used to have hobbies. You know, men used to work on cars or cut grass or, you know, like women used to be able to have like their things, you know, whether that be like baking or whether sewing or like just these things, really wholesome things that we just connected with because we used our hands. We created something before our eyes. And think of how many people go through their life now with never creating really anything with their own hands. Like I know when when I built my coffee table and I just said, you know, to like my family, my kids, you know, I'm like, okay, I want to build this coffee table. I want to build this coffee table so that we will always sit around it. We will always have memories around it. And this is going to be a place for us. So I built this massive coffee table, like, you know, three and a half feet, you know, wide, you know, like two feet tall, six feet long. Like this thing was a box. It was massive. Inside there's three different compartments, you know, that you can use for like storage. You know, my idea is I got three kids, you know, I can put these, their backpacks and their school stuff in there. So after school, they can pop the lid open and, you know, they can put their backpacks in and they have like their own spot. You know, but like even even if it was none of that, I go into my house and I see this coffee table and I look at it and I'm like, I built this with my own hands. Yes, it's not perfect, but you know what it is? It's perfect for what I need it to be. It's perfect that I've given myself the opportunity to be able to have something, this representation in my life that I've connected with something that I love. And I've given myself the opportunity to be able to create that because I was patient I watched, I waited, I listened, I listened to myself. This person inside me, like this being inside me that just says like, hey, I need out, I need expression, I need opportunity, I need avenues, I need streets, I need highways, I need I need corners to be backed into to find clarity, you know, I, I need highways to be able to speed down in the fastest car, you know, I need airplanes to be able to jump out of, to be able to feel the wind just rattling my arms as I fly through the air and just to bring all these situations together to be able to find this clarity, to be able to have this this patience this opportunity with myself to be able to understand like Blake who are you so I ask you like who are you do you have these moments in your life like like how many of these moments have you had that offer you clarity but the most important part is if you've had one if you've had five if you've had 500 are you acting on it are you acting on it right now? Is there is there enough components of your life where where you're acting on like what makes you happy? You know, and again, like a lot of this podcast started because, you know, like I understood that it was these moments that like weren't making me happy. These, these moments that challenged me as a person, like these moments that were frustrating, these moments of adversity, these moments of negativity. But I realized in all that, what it did is it forced me to be able to sit back and just say, like, you know, Blake, like, what is important to you right now in this moment? Like, like, what is important to you? Yes, sometimes it takes a second to get there. Sometimes it takes a minute, sometimes an hour, a day or a week or a month. There's different thresholds, of course, absolutely. I want to give myself that opportunity that it sometimes it is going to take time. And I get that. I understand that. But there, I just see, I see the value in these because it's clarified me as a person. You know, like what I want. Are you, what are you willing to sacrifice when you sit back and you have those moments of clarity and you understand truly what is important to you? And none of these moments of like this hyper acceleration of this clear and easy path of things I want in my life, none of them have brought it. 
It's all have stemmed from adversity. And the older I get, the more I value that. And I just say like, look, I need to not think about this. I need to not overly emotionally invest in this situation right now because the more I emotionally invest in this situation, I'm robbing myself of the opportunity to be able to find peace with it. When I find peace with it, I'll find my clarity. When I find my clarity, I'll find my path. When I find my path, I'll find my sovereignty. When I find my sovereignty, I'll find my happiness. And you can't take that away from me. Nobody can take that away from me. The only person who can take that away from me is me. So the more I refine this process down of being like, Blake, you need to be patient. You need to understand. You need to be able to have these moments, but love them, cherish them. There's benefit, so much benefit. But where that benefit is really going to come from is just sitting back, taking some time, meditating, bringing myself back to within inside of me. Because when I again, when I'm happy, when I have these moments in life, when I want something, when when I see this goal that I want, I'm just running towards it. I don't need to reflect in those situations. The times I need to reflect is when the wheels are coming off the bus. When the wheels are coming off the bus, I'm no longer inside myself. Because when I'm happy, when I'm accelerating through life, I'm inside myself. I'm connected with who I am. I'm connected with my happiness. I'm connected with Blake. But when people are pulling me outside of me, no, I'm not authentically being who I am. No, I do not have my sovereignty. And I need to be able to bring my sovereignty back to myself. This is me. This is me as a person. This is me taking ownership over my life and what I am. And nobody can define that for you. And the moment that somebody comes into your life and tries to define who you are, what your happiness is, and what should make you happy, you know, you know that's an obstacle. You know that is a person that is so selfish, that is the most selfish kind of person on this planet, is the people walking around trying to tell you who you should be, what you should be to be able to make you happy. It's like, no. I will stand up against you every single time because I know enough now in the short amount of time I've been on this life. The first step to my happiness is clearly defining that for myself and then finding people around me that are willing to be able to support that. Because the second somebody tells you what you should be doing to be able to make you happy, that is the first step down the road to your true unhappiness, to your detriment to your polluted pool of people in your life that only really want to see you be pulled down. You know, but again, like that's challenging, that's hard. It's like these concepts, it's like, you know, we want guidance, we want clarity. But I will tell you, there's nobody, there's nobody that is going to offer that clarity to you, nobody. The problem is, is that we refuse. So many people refuse. I used to refuse. To be able to sit down and take that time and say like, look, I'm going to go into a sensory deprivation chamber. I'm going to go into a float tank. I'm going to go into a sauna. I'm going to go into any one of these environments where I am forced to be inside my own head. I'm going to force to be inside myself. I'm going to be forced to be able to clearly identify what is going on in my life, what makes me happy, what doesn't make me happy. And I need to have the patience. I need to afford myself the patience to be able to look outside myself and just watch, just wait, 
Just listen. Because that person inside you, like they're, they're telling you a story, that internal battle, that person inside you is saying like, hey, this is me. This is me. I have both my arms flailing in the air like you are not letting me be me. Don't let somebody else define what we should be doing. There's a growing, growing population that is on the fast track, hyper acceleration of people with this same mentality and the same concept. People who've chosen to take their life back. You know, people who are choosing, yes, I'm going to work harder. Yes, I'm going to work longer hours. Yes, I'm going to work for less money, but I'm going to be happy. It's going to break the mold. People are going to tell me I'm crazy. People are going to tell me I shouldn't do it. People are going to try to discourage me. I'm going to run from those people. I don't want to be around those people. Find me the one person who support my goal. Those people are out there. They're there. The people are saying like, no, I don't need to be able to pop some pills. I can choose to eat healthier. I can choose to exercise. You know, like think of how many times you go to a doctor before and like you, if you're like, well, I'm feeling like a little bit down. Well, here's this you know, like this antidepressant, this SSRI here, take these, you know, but like, what about like, Hey, you know, like what's going on in your life? Like, what, what have you changed lately? Like, are you going through a divorce? You know, did you lose your job? You know, like, do you not have clarity in your life? Do you, have you not defined your personal sovereignty? Cause you know what an antidepressant is not going to do. An antidepressant is not going to define your personal sovereignty. Is this little trick to be able to try to make you feel a little bit better. But like, hey, we know enough now. Like exercise is being prescribed for depression and anxiety. Did you ever think that that was going to happen? But most importantly, do you realize that like how much the wheels have come off the bus? You know, because people just didn't want to take the time out to be able to be patient, to listen, to watch, to understand who they are, to understand like how much they're being forced into a mold that they should not be in and how selfish of it is our Western culture to say like, hey, you need to be in this mold. You know, you need to have the dog, the 2.5 kids, the white picket fence, the, the nice moderate house, the car for, you know, each spouse, you know, like the nine to five job working Monday to Friday. What if you don't identify with that? What if that what if our social standard is causing the depression, which we now know that it is? If, people, if it didn't, people wouldn't be rebelling against it. But we have had enough time to be able to be patient, to watch, to listen. Do you? And that's the concept. That's, that's the, the lesson. You know, like be patient with yourself. Like it doesn't matter whether you're 10 or 20 or 40 or 80 because you have a choice. You have a choice from now. You have a choice from now on and for the rest of your life, every moment, every second, every opportunity to say like, hey, there might be a different mold for me, but I need to listen to who I am as a person. I need to act upon that. Take the time. Understand who you are. Educate yourself on who you are as a person. Be patient with yourself. Find your sovereignty. Allow yourself to be educated on who you are, which is going to be different than what society may want you to be. And you know what? That is okay. You know, be patient with all the, the times in your life that are a struggle. There's value. That are a detriment. There's value. 
I've gone through a lot of struggle in my life. There's cer- certain situations in, in my life that I haven't described on this podcast yet, but I will. And you know what? The one thing is that I allow myself the time and the patience to be able to find the clarity in it so I can find my direction, so I can identify where my sovereignty comes in because where my sovereignty comes in is where my happiness comes in, where my happiness comes in is where I come in as a person and that is how I want to live my life. So identify, clarify, be patient. We watch, we wait, we listen, we have patience because that's who we are. That's where our sovereignty lies.